commit to build a community, that is the quickest way to grow. It does take time, but if you're not feeling that love, like maybe the blogging thing is... We need to get traffic. We need to get a lot of traffic up and you're not getting as many downloads as you want. Selling your readers you're going to make a fraction of the amount of money that you make. For me, like it worked because I just kind of outlast. Take the risk of putting yourself out there and be unique and be unique yourself. This is not a blog. This is a business. I'm Jessica Ojek. What's up? What's up, Nick Loper? I'm Tanya from our next life. Nick True. I'm Jessica Moran. I'm Monica Louise. I'm JD Rock. And you're listening. You to- are listening. And you're listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast. What's up, Do You Even Tribe? Pete McPherson here from Do You Even Blog. Thank you so much for joining me again today, this lovely Friday, if you're listening day of. Today we have not a deep dive, long form interview with a famous blogger. No, no, no. We have another <laughs> weekend homework assignment. So, a couple of weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, I released a short episode with just a really quick tip I got from Grant Sabatier about SEO category pages, and it was really well received. Like, you guys really seem to love that one. So, I'm coming back at you again today with another SEO actually related, <laughs> still blog traffic people, SEO specifically. Another, like, little quick action item that can make a just ridiculously quick difference in search rankings for some of your blog posts. Not all, but some. And it comes from Moz. So, you know, it's good. I didn't make this stuff up, but I have tried it on my own blog and saw immediate results, which is like incredibly gratifying, by the way. So I'm going to share that with you today, your weekend. Do you even blog homework assignment? I hope someone actually uh, does it out there in Blogland. Uh, but I need to admit something first, and that is I have had a few glasses of wine and quite frankly, I'm feeling fantastic right now. So I'm going to continue with this podcast anyways, but if there is slurring, I'm not like super sloppy drunk, but that if it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or maybe I am, uh, I am not a drunk, but I am slurring possibly. So if you encounter that on this podcast episode, now you have a reason why. So let's jump right in with the strategy. I'm going to make up a name for this and call it the second page strategy. And the reason I say second page is because this really only needs to be done. This the strategy only really needs to be implemented on blog posts that are ranking on pages two, maybe three or four, but not like super outdated, uh, non-ranking blog posts that if you track, which you should track, by the way, I'm going to get to that in just a second. If you do track and you're not within like the top like four pages of Google, like don't bother with this. Like this is not for those blog posts. This is for the blog posts that are not like number one in search results, of course, but are on page like two, three, and four. I find I have a lot of these right now. Do even blog is almost 10 months old. So a little new in SEO terms, but not new enough to forgive not ranking for anything. So I have lots of stuff on like page two and page three right now. So I've been searching on like what to do with those blog posts. And this strategy is a direct result of me looking into that. So this is only for those posts that are on like page two, page three, page four, or even page one, but like, you know, result number 10 or nine or eight or something like that. You're really trying to bump them up. Luckily, by the way, this is not like a really time consuming thing. So this is a quick fix for those blog posts. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Uh, Here's what we're going to do. 
before I lay out the steps, there's like three or four steps, really basic, it's not time consuming. I want to lay out the general strategy first. We already know what we're uh, after. We already know the end result, right? Taking blog posts that are doing well in Google and making them do very well in Google. That's what we're after. That's the end result. But the general strategy is this. Updating all blog posts for more comprehensive satisfaction of user intent. (laughs) I'm going to say that again only because I've had a a few glasses of wine, so I'm going to try saying it really fast now. More comprehensive content. No, I already messed it up. Uh, You want to satisfy user intent better. Google is all about some user intent. Forget the latest algorithm. Forget anything else besides user intent. That's the big picture of what Google is really, really trying to solve. What does a person actually want to get, see, read whenever they search using queries? That's what we call user intent. What do they want from their questions that they're asking? What do they want from their search queries? Google's trying to figure that out more than ever before. That's their sole purpose. So we are going to be trying to satisfy that user intent by creating a more robust, comprehensive content, comprehensive piece of content than we already have. And the way we're going to figure that out is looking at the current results and nailing down a pattern. That's it. Okay. Let me sum that up again. We're going to be going through search results, identifying a pattern of topics and subtopics, and we're going to form a more comprehensive blog post of our own that hopefully satisfies user intent better for our keywords. I really hope that makes sense. It doesn't really make sense when I say it that slowly, but I hope it does. Let's move on to the actual steps. Hopefully that'll uh, let you understand this a bit better. Step number one is actually tracking your rankings, your SERP, right? Uh, I do this via SERP Watcher. That's uh, the same company that does KW Finder. And I have their entire suite of tools, which I love. I love, I love, 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 love. But it is paid for everybody else, not for me. But you didn't hear that here. You can also track your rankings with Moz and Ahrefs and SimRush and all the other big name paid SEO tools, right? Good news. You can actually do this for free as well. Yes, it's going to feel a little bit more manual, but maybe that's a good thing sometimes. Here's what you do. And if you go to this blog post on my website, by the way, for this podcast you're listening to, I'll actually have a free template in Google Sheets, which you you don't even have to opt in for it. You just go grab it, uh, copy it to your own Google Drive or whatnot, and you can use that to track your keyword rankings. What you would do is every time you hit publish on a blog post, you go in your little Google Sheets or your Excel or your pages or whatever and write down the name of the post and the keywords you are targeting. And then you leave it. You leave it for a couple of weeks and I don't know, maybe once a month or once every couple of weeks, you dive back through, you search Google for the keywords that you're targeting and you try and find your content. Now, if it's past like page four, don't waste a whole bunch of time. Just like... Mark that one as NA or NR, not ranking or something like that. But if you're in the first like one, two, three, or four pages, write down your ranking. When you do that over time, you'll eventually find, hey, this post is like on number two. It's result number 17-ish. That could easily be on page one. That is the post that we are trying to do to, uh, to, to implement this second page strategy of which I'm sharing with you today. So step number one 
is to actually track your post. You got to know which ones are performing and which ones are not. You don't need to spend money. You can just do it in Google Sheets. Like seriously, it's fine. You're not going to spend that much time on it once a month or like an hour is more than enough to cover most of your blog posts. Am I right? Unless you're publishing like four or five times a week and, you know, targeting SEO keywords for every single one of those, it's probably fine. Just do it manually. Or if you're using, you know, SERP Watcher or Moz already, SimRush, just use that. Okay, moving on. Step number two in this process is to analyze the SERP. Respect the SERP. And what I mean by that is do a Google search for your keywords, right? And then open in a separate tab in Chrome or a separate window or whatever, open the top five 10 or 20 results, depending on how much time you're willing to spend, how thorough you want to go. Open up the top 5, 10, or 20 results and browse through them. I did not say read them all the way through. That's going to take a long time. But browse through and jot down the following. First and foremost, you want to see what topics these posts cover. The top like five, let's just say 10, like the first page of Google. Open up the first 10, browse through looking at their headers, right? Their H2 tags, you can see those. You just browse and see what topics they are covering. Now, it's important to literally write these down or type these out in a notepad or Evernote or wherever you you know take notes because you're gonna go through each of these, right? Each of the top 10 and jot down the topics that they cover. And believe it or not, this does not, take that much time. It's a little tedious, but it actually doesn't take that much time. Dig through the top 10, note their topics. For example, I'm going to give an example now. I googled blog traffic strategies. I opened 10, the top 10 results in different tabs. I browsed through them and I found that like seven out of the 10 mentioned guest posting. Okay. That's a good subtopic of building blog traffic, a blog traffic strategies. Nine out of 10 mentioned SEO. Okay, that's really popular subtopic in blog traffic strategies. Three out of 10 mentioned using Quora. Quora, I can't stand that word. Uh, Quora for driving traffic back to your blog. So you do this enough times for the top 10 results. You will, you take five to 10 to 15 minutes to do this. You will start to see a pattern of all the topics covered. At that point, You've taken notes, right? You've written down guest post the first time you saw it. And then each time you you know see it after that, you come back and add another check mark. Like, okay, guest post was mentioned two times. Okay, it was mentioned three times, four, five, six, seven, nine times guest posting was mentioned in all of these articles. Google is considering guest posting in some respect to be part of user intent. When people are querying blog traffic strategies, guest posting is a really relevant thing. Apparently that's what's already ranking in Google. So that's an example. You go through your top 10 for your keywords, you jot down their topics, any subtopics that they might talk about, and then you start to get a pattern, the pattern of user intent. What are people searching for? What are they looking for from the results? The subtopics, the topics that you write down are the answer. At least in Google's eyes. <laughs> Maybe it's not actually the right answer. Who knows? But it is in Google's eyes. All of these top 10 pieces of content are talking about the same things, same sorts of things. So moving on to step three would be to actually take down your notes and apply them to your blog post. You can start by asking yourself the question, which of these uh, repeated topics, the ones that show up over and over and over again, am I missing? 
Am I missing any of these? Or do all of these talk about, uh, let's go back to the example. All these talk about guest posting a lot in each of their posts. And I only have like one sentence on my blog traffic strategies blog post. Maybe I should expand that. Maybe I should make that more thorough, more comprehensive. You look at the gaps. What is everyone else on page one talking about? How is mine not comprehensive enough to get on there. And what you're going to do is just adapt it. It doesn't need to be a thousand words. It doesn't need to take you an hour. You just need to make yours more comprehensive based on the topics and subtopics that you've noticed from those other blog posts. That's it. That's pretty much the entire strategy, actually. And the funny thing is you're probably listening to this podcast and thinking like it's a little over simplistic and... You're right. It doesn't sound too time consuming outside of maybe like analyzing those like five, 10 or 20 posts. But the truth is like it works. Like I've done this now because I was curious. I read the Moz article that kind of introduced me to this concept and I've done it. And sure enough, after reading three or not reading, but browsing three blog posts, I was like, I don't know. This seems like a load of crap. After browsing seven of them, I was like, oh, I'm kind of noticing something after browsing like 12 to 15 of the top search results in Google. I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) okay." I notice a pattern now and my blog post doesn't actually cover this nearly enough. They all have like 500, 700 words on this topic. Mine only has like 100. Like I'm not talking about this enough and go back and change it. That's it. That's the entire strategy and it works. It really does. Now, let me give you uh, a bonus step, an optional step four. If this doesn't work, you try it, it doesn't work, or you start going through, you're kind of seeing like a pattern, or maybe you don't find a pattern at all because it's a small keyword or whatever, or your content already covers all of those topics. It's already pretty comprehensive, right? And it's still on page two or whatnot. There are additional ways that you can go back and update your old blog post to do better in SEO. So first and foremost, I'm not actually going to say content length. That's a good one. We'll talk about that in a second, maybe. But media, images, and video. Go look at Neil Patel's content. Neil Patel is just like crushing SEO rankings for digital marketing and yon, yon, yon. You know the story, Neil Patel. Go look at his post and just count how many images there are. You can't do it because (laughs) there's too many to count. Go through and look at his images. They are everywhere. I'm not saying that, you know, the more images, the better, but you need more media to break up the text. First of all, it makes it more readable, making it a better user experience, which will hopefully decrease bounce rate and increase average time on page for you, Google analytics and SEO nerds. But it also just helps like signify relevance, that it's a good piece of content. It's not just text. It's text and an embedded YouTube video or text and images. So that's actually the first thing I would do when you go back and update these posts, add more images, make sure they're relevant. Of course, make sure they're properly, uh, alt tags, right? That they have the proper alt tags, the proper image names, like the actual file names of the image. Make sure those are your intended keywords or alt tags or whatever, add a YouTube video embed if it's like highly relevant, etc. Try and make it a better user experience for the user intent. You're going to hate me over the next couple of months because I've just discovered these words, user intent, and I'm going to say these all the time because I feel it's important. Important. Sorry, that's the wine speaking. Outside of the images, of course, you can go back in and add more 
<laughs> written words. Like length does matter, right? As long as it still adheres to that user intent. If it doesn't, by the way, don't just write random text like about how you feel and more like call to actions at the end of the post. Like that's not relevant to user intent. Add things in the middle, add things towards the beginning that is highly relevant to the topics. And again, don't go nuts spending like four hours on some old blog post. Like it doesn't have to be a ton. Like it could just be an extra 200 words, 300 words even, which in my opinion is not a you know complete ton, especially when spread out over the entire blog post, baby. But just add a little bit more content. Another thing you can do, last thing I'll mention on this respect, is reshape your intros. Intros are just unbelievably important in blogging and especially in SEO for a few different reasons. One, what I would do is try and get people to the meat of the content quicker. Like if you've already published a blog post, it's doing well, but it's not doing super, super well. And you've already exhausted the other steps. Like it's comprehensive. You've already analyzed the other search results, saw what they include, what yours doesn't include, et cetera, et cetera. And you're pretty satisfied that you're comprehensive Try going back to the intro and making it more snappy, right? Try to get to the meat of the blog post faster. What you're actually wanting to do here is increase time on page. First of all, like Google counts that, you know, along with a million other factors. Google counts time on page as being relevant to actually solving the user intent. I wish I could say that in the Darth Vader voice every time I say it, the user intent. Uh, Time on page, and one way you can do that is by... (laughs) getting people to bounce less frequently in the very beginning, like right when that page loads, get them to the content faster. Go back and update your intros to be uh, not necessarily shorter at least, but more crisp, right? More line breaks, shorter sentences, or maybe just shorter in general, as long as it's relevant and it like kind of hooks people in a little bit. Of course, that's important. Get them scrolling down, but get them into the content quicker. Okay. That's all that I want to say. Let me sum up the strategy just because I'm a little bit long-winded and I've been drinking a little bit of wine, so I'll, I'll sum it up. The second page strategy is named because you really don't need to bother with like blog posts that aren't ranking at all in like the top 100 uh, or the top 50 even, like page 4 or page 5. wouldn't really bother a whole lot. But if you do have something on page 2, page 3, maybe even page 4, It could be a wise decision to take half an hour, open up Google, search for your keywords, first of all, open the top 10 websites, maybe even the top 20 if you need to, and just browse through jotting down on a piece of paper or your notepad on your computer or whatever. Just note down their topics, their subtopics, what they're covering. After you do this like 10, 15 times, you will absolutely see a pattern. If you don't, then there's like something wrong with either you or the search results, uh, you will. You'll start to see a pattern. You'll mark things down like, oh, these topics are covered in every single one of these results. Oh, this one's only covered like three or four times. Yet I spent 800 words talking about it in my blog post. Uh, Adapt. Go back to your content and adapt. Make it more comprehensive, trying to figure out that user intent. And... You can always add more images. (laughs) More images are almost always a good thing as long as they're relevant, of course. Add more YouTube embeds, more media embeds. Hey, just embed my podcast over and over again if you really want to. No, don't actually do that. Add more words as long as they're relevant to the topics, right? User intent, yada, yada, yada. 
And yeah, make your intros more snappy. Intros are important. Get people to the meat of the content. Keep them reading. Keep them scrolling as long as possible so you can actually reach them and teach them and change them. Okay, that's it. That is the second page strategy as coined by Pete McPherson, but as originated from Rand Fishkin at Moz, of course. Uh, that's all I got. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that someone out there actually does this homework. People did last time, by the way, the category pages thing was a huge hit. People were like, Oh my gosh, I got to go do this now. Um, this is a cool little thing to try out too. Like I said, I've tried this out literally, uh, two and a half hours ago at the time of this recording. And it was a blast. It was so much fun. I took 20 minutes. I analyzed the SERP. I think I did like 12 for, what I don't even remember. Uh, oh, my blogging tools post. That's what it was. Blogging tools for beginners specifically. And I went from 10 to 7 in 20 minutes. And I think I'm going to go into the top three tomorrow. I'm going to check again. and Or maybe I should just release this podcast today later. So I actually have this to report. But, eh, screw that. You guys trust me anyways. Go, y'all, I'll post it on the blog post. There you go. I'll do that. But it does work. It's fun. It doesn't take a whole lot of time as long as you're tracking your SERP effectively and periodically, of course. So, yeah, the second page strategy. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to sign off now. Please, please say hello on Twitter if you enjoy this at Do You Even Blog, or feel free to comment on the blog post, which uh, I'm not sure what the URL is, but you can just go to doyouevenblog.com slash blog and find it right there and email me if you have any questions of course i love to hear from you and that's it tell a friend please share i'm trying to grow my butt off and i'm super impatient if i'm completely honest so share with a friend if you truly enjoy this and i will see you next week oh next week is going to be amazing by the way i have grant sabatier or saboteur I don't know if I told you guys this, but I asked him like, hey, Grant, I love you, buddy. How do you say your last name? Is it Sabatier or Saboteur? And he goes, eh, either one, <laughs> which is silly to me. I think people should have a way that their name is pronounced. So I asked him like, okay, what do you say? And he goes, I say Sabatier. And it's like, okay, well, Grant Sabatier, it is. Anyways, legendary blogger at this point, like absolutely crushing it. Got a book coming out. He's on NBC, ABC, CNN, just all the big media outlets just crushing it. And he's also made a living with SEO before. He dropped some serious SEO bombs. So that'll be releasing Wednesday. What was that like March 4 or something? I don't even know. March 5? Who cares? Next Wednesday, be sure to check that out. And I will see you then. Later, tribe. <laughs>